Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Toby here from GDC. Welcome to GDC FM. We're very, very excited to have none other than the Skints on our podcast this time. Um, as Josh says later on in the show, um, our fans and their fans probably cross over the most on the sort of Venn diagram of fans. So um, we hope you're as excited about this as we are. Just wanted to do a few plugs. Um, if you want to know where we're playing, if we're playing at a town or a festival near you, then you can go to www.gentlemansdoveclub.com slash live. We've got all our gig listings up there. We've also got some new merch on sale. Uh, that's on the website. And you can also buy WAV copies of our music and various bits and pieces, albums, signed records, etc. Um, if you want to get in touch with us online, you can hit us up on our Facebook group, which is Gentleman's Dub Club, our Instagram, also Gentleman's Dub Club, and Twitter, which is Gentleman's Dub. Um, if you want to stream some music, then please go over to Spotify, show us some love, or soundcloud.com slash gentleman's hyphen dub hyphen club. So, without further ado, it's GDC, it's the Skins. Let's go. What type of gentleman dog from pull up a style and rubber dog? See? Yes, yes, same sheep, water, what now? I must last our team, yeah? Big up all the listeners, them, and big up the gentlemen, them too, yeah? Keep it right, 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 all right, we're live. Yeehaw. GDC FM. Whoop, whoop. Welcome to the Skints. Thanks so much for coming down, guys. Thank you for Pleasure Thanks, guys. Here. Yeah, it's been been a while in the making. Obviously, um, you guys have been busy touring and all that. So, uh, and we've kind of been doing the same. So, like, getting everyone in the same place at the same time. Ace. Lovely. Stuff. Yeah, big up, guys. Thank you so much for coming in. Um, uh, because this is going to be an audio thing. Uh, it would be nice to maybe just go around the room a little bit and if you just say hello um, and then rather than maybe introducing what it is you do, maybe just say how you are. <laughs> Hi, I'm Josh from The Skints. This is the sound of my voice and I'm somewhat emotionally uh, messed up from Avengers and Game of Thrones in the Ooh. same evening. That's a combo. Wow, what are you that just come from that already? That was That was last night. That was last night for me. Gosh, okay, wicked. But this is perfect. So um, how are you actually feeling off the back of that? Are you saying messed up? I mean, what are we talking? I mean, like, we're talking, like, real, like, um, creative universes that I'm, like, fully invested in. Like, Marvel, <laughs> obviously, since childhood. I was not a DC kid at all. Big, big, big Marvel reader. Wow. Um, and so, you know, that whole situation is one thing. And Game of Thrones, loved the show. I, like, I watched... I started watching Game of Thrones just after the second season had finished, and we're at season eight now. So I've been in it a while, read all the books, and dedication. A lot's going on, man. Yeah, but feeling great to be yes. at a GDC HQ doing the podcast. Yes. Yeah, yes. amazing. Well, you actually look beautiful for being so <laughs> fucked up inside. <laughs> that's the illusion. Right, next skin. Um, I'm Marcia. Um, I'm a voice that's probably quite seldom heard really I never talk on stage okay I don't really talk in interviews so this is this is kind of cool and I'm good I'm good I'm also a bit drained from Game of Thrones last night I've not seen Avengers yet we shouldn't have scheduled it for today a rush <laughs> hour Game of Thrones yeah we're all terrible combination yeah. 
I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just doing, doing my best today. Okay, yeah, good. We appreciate yeah, you coming get, down. Yeah, yeah. Nice Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and thank you very much for talking. If it is a rare thing, we'll try and be very gentle. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Jamie. I'm Something. basically exactly the same. I don't do very much talking either. Oh, right, um, cool. But I'm feeling very. Uh, very nice and very welcome here Wicked. in your uh, lovely studio today. So I thank you very much down, for having yeah. us. And yeah, uh, pretend the mic's not there. We're just yeah, hanging. yeah, We're yeah. It's hanging. all good. <laughs> uh, that's all I really have to say about that, John. What do you? Hey, I'm I'm John, and I'm also in the Game of Thrones camp of being a bit emotionally damaged. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, <laughs> other than that, I'm really good. Really Excellent. happy. Well, we appreciate you guys coming down. <laughs> um, obviously, you've got a new record coming out, which is very exciting. Um, what What have you guys been doing recently? Obviously, it's like coming into that period. So you like you've done a bit of touring. You've done you're doing quite a lot of promo at the moment, right? Yeah. So actually, the the last year, um, twenty eighteen, was our probably least on the road year since our inception. Anyone that knows the band knows that we are fully fully you know we're full-time hard band. gigging yeah yeah hard hard touring and last year the end of 2017 like culminated like about getting on for three years of touring our last album wow. so we kind of in order for there to be a new album we had to just stop and write it and make it um and so yeah tour it this year we've touring wise we just did a a cruise across the Caribbean sounded very lavish and large in 2019. Nice. But it was only the first one. Uh, uh, and um, yeah, that was that was our first foray into playing this year. But we're about to get very busy with the new album, Roadwise, and all that. For sure. Yeah. Sorry, Josh. Can you just tell us about the cruise, mate? I, mean, I want to hear about Well, that. Johnny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what goes on? In yeah, the of no, 20, no. The over cruise. 25 miles out to sea. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so the cruise uh, in the US. Um, Finistines do quite a lot of them now, which is basically like a festival at sea kind of thing. Um, this is company, a production company called Sixth Man that um, kind of make it happen. Incredible, like definitely one of the most impressive like productions running that I think we've definitely been a part of to like witness. And when you'd be like, wow, okay, these lot are actually really working hard to make something yeah. logistically obscene happen. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and so. They sort of brand it up based on sort of who the headline artist or whatever the the cruise is about. So it was this band 311 who we uh, had the pleasure of touring with in the US a couple of summers back. Asked us onto their cruise and yeah, they sort of picked the lineup. And uh, you do three gigs in five days. Uh, went from Tampa, Florida down to uh, Belize and the coast of Mexico. And um, we had no idea what to expect, but we actually had a, a, a lot of fun. Loads yeah, yeah. Wow, a lot man, of fun, you know. Incredible. Being, beautiful. Yeah, they it look was, after was awesome. Yeah, it was a, you know. What, what sort of um, standard of cabin were you put into? Just a, wind, just a standard window. You had okay, a window. Nice. We had a window. Not like an indoor one. It was like yeah, a, I had the little oh, porthole nice. one. Nice. Okay, me nice. and Tom did, yeah. 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 But um, yeah, catering was great. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh, like I said, the production in terms of obviously like well, not obviously, there's like a main stage on the deck upstairs and then there's like various like bars and like a, a theatre and stuff. There's like other shows happening in, so. Um, Did yeah, you get any ballroom dancing luscious. in or anything? Or anything? No, uh, do you know what? It was it was not really, 
you know, with greatest respect to the 311 fans and yeah. big up everyone we met up there. It's not really a ballroom dancing fair. A lot of uh, <laughs> yeah. morning cocktails and stuff. Well, I've seen right, going okay, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. A few like it's a booze cruise. Basically. Yeah, it was yeah. a. It was a. I mean, for the for the attendees, it was definitely yeah. a boozy, boozy cruise. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> But um, yeah, it was cool. So when did you get back? It was like uh, that was like the first week of March. We were okay. out there for cool. about a week. It was, we were pretty much in. We're in and out. Yeah. Um, Yeah, wicked. It's good crazy crack, world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Really hyping, hyping up these cruises, mate. Yeah, well, you feel like we haven't sick, hyped man. it enough. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, it sounds incredible. No, it sounds good. It was mate, sick. Yeah. Played basketball outside oh. every day. Wicked. In like on a boat. Do you know what I mean? Brilliant. Did yeah. you lose any balls over the edge? No, no. You're in like it's like a rope cage situation. Yeah, net safety net. And Nuts. there were some great bands too. Ozzy Martley played with oh, uh, wow. Charlie Tuna, who I know you guys work yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, amazing. And um, Fishbone, who's one of our favorite bands yeah, yeah. ever. Nuts. It was great. Yeah. Wicked, wicked. Well, it sounds like, uh, you know, because the, the record's obviously got the influence from, from all those guys in that kind of style. Um, and maybe we should get into playing a track off the record. Yeah, sure. Nice. What, what would you want to play first? Well, there's one that segues from, you know, yeah. From that story. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Well, we did play Restless for the first time on the cruise. Yeah? Yeah. This one, Restless, featuring Protege from the new album, Swimming Lessons. Boom. The only podcast that I really, really rate is GDC FM. Lock into the podcast of the century, the minute, the hour. Yeah. How you going? It's fully announced. We are the shot. The
plotting, they judging, they talking, watching with them eyes wide shut. Every lyrics, every syllable, me write up. Thankful for the light, we shine and make me sight up. Things that were not right, in spite of feeling nice. Oh my, I've enjoyed my days. Got some real one side of me. Come here, have life, you can find a way. Look at my reach now, finally. What am I to say? I'm wide awake, somewhere either way. On the low key side of the island, I hold my iPad. One does I drive on the road, yeah, keep my iPad plan. Restless, <laughs> featuring Protege. There you go. Nice, a beautiful tune, Marty. I really love the chorus on that. Thank you. Yeah. That that was the first thing of it that was written. Um, I had um, Jamie's got this old Casio. You know the um, what model was it? MF MT40. MT40. <laughs> and it's like, um, so we like we play around with that like quite a lot. But he let me borrow it for like a little bit, and I like I basically wrote the bass and the kind of chords and the little bling bling bling, bling, bling that bit um, on that because I, they, it's got this little bass bit at the bottom so I was just like playing around with the beat on there and the bait and, and stuff like that and then just like I remember writing the chorus and then I was kind of like nah it's stupid kind of thing <laughs> I just lost confidence with it completely and then we were up in Sheffield writing the album and I was kind of like we we're like trying to think of ideas and new songs to start and I remember bringing it to the guys being like no, it's stupid. No, it's no, it's no, you know, I could, I guess I could play it to you, but no, I don't know. I just had no, I don't know why. I just like lost all confidence with it. And just like, it just developed super quick. I've actually got a phone recording of like it coming into play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This must be lovely then to perform it for the first time as well, especially when it's taken that, that lovely journey to Definitely. get there. Yeah. One thing that I was thinking when I was listening to that tune was, um, and, and I think it's a theme that runs through the album, uh, it's, 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 it's got some quite politically charged sort of messages throughout the album, you know. It's, it's, it's like, I, I, I want to get onto whether the island is a Brexit anthem in a bit, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so from that can, but then, um, but then with it, yeah, it's, uh, I suppose it's, it's got a nice thing, it's, it's quite sort of floaty, the vocals, but they've got it's got a lot going on there, hasn't it? Yeah, so. uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so how did you guys like go about making the whole record? What was the what was the sort of MO at the start? I'll be really honest with you, man. And this is a weird thing because I've always it's weird. I feel like the the uh, statement like if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yeah. It's always stuck with me, yeah. but I've absolutely never lived by it. <laughs> 
So the album really, to be honest plan with you... Plan to like, not plan. Well, it was like, you know, I feel like it wasn't a situation where, you know, we had our songs and we had our demos and then we sort of started to like, you know, I know people like maybe like interview producers or goes, you know, scouting things like that. It was kind of really the album was figure it out as we go along kind of thing um, for a number of reasons, mostly kind of the reality of the financial situation behind the album meant that like long term like planning ahead and you know kind of big upfront spends were just kind of not really an option and it was really like at points living from like one month to the next yeah. um, trying to figure out that like, have we yeah. got enough money to just to keep the band going yeah. and the album going right. kind of thing um, it's a big it's commitment tense, isn't tense it? man yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Recording wise, um, you know, our longtime producer and mutual friend, Prince Fatty, we did uh, our last two records there, well, majority of the last one there, and he, uh, you know, unfortunately lost or doesn't have his space in Brighton anymore, and so, which is what would have been our just go to sort of spot. Like Marcia said, we did a, a majority or a lot of writing up in Sheffield up at uh, Six Audio, which is While She Sleeps um, Warehouse, who are a great metal band from Sheffield. They've got, they've got a dream band which studio is. living situation, which I think they've just made uh, like public yeah, like, in terms of like going and using the space. Kind oh, wicked. Of Where's that? Give that a little plug. Yeah, it's mm. called Six Audio. It's in uh, Sheffield. Sixaudio.com? Sixaudio.co. 2019. Okay. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See what I mean? These guys are on, yeah. on this shit. Yeah, yeah, We'll edit. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So, uh, why yeah. Sheffield then? Like, where, did you have a hookup with those guys before? Like, did you talk Yeah, I mean, them, like, I we're close to the band. Yeah. Um, and just like, I, I'm kind of moving up to Sheffield quite soon, so I spend oh, right. a lot of time there. Um, and it's just the dream, like, if you go there, it's the dream space for any band. Right. Like, it's okay. just, they've completely converted it as like, bedrooms and kitchen and studio and live room everything like that but like the main thing that was amazing for us was being able to just go and being already set up and being able to just go in any time of the night or morning or whenever yeah. we wanted just to get creative um and that really helped because you know how it is when you're like not just recording but trying to write um and practice at the same time and like sometimes you just need a bit of space so you just like sometimes you just don't feel it one morning sure. and stuff like that um so that, that was a really good situation for right. us. But even so, even after we'd actually maybe put together all the songs we were going to record, it was like months before they even were, like it was after we started recording really that they started actually sounding how they were going to sound. Right. It was just, wow. it was such a long process. Yeah. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is it surprisingly different in that sense to other records then? Mm. Every record has been different and I think that was just kind of the process of this one there's not hasn't we haven't really done set formula the first two records um were fairly written and rehearsed going in and then the third record had a lot more in studio building and writing whilst recording and this one was kind of a mix of th those two yeah. ways did you get any of the tunes from this record live or did you just go straight in and record them? Dry? We don't think we played them before we'd started recording. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's this one. Yeah. Tell, tell the story, Jamie. Tell a little story. 
It's not really much of a story. It's just uh, we had a new kind of friend basically since around part and parcel kind of period. Um, and we'd recorded it already with Prince Fatty. Uh, but something kind of went wrong, and basically, we lost uh, we lost a bunch of stems oh, no. for the original recording of that track. And you get robbed or is there a fire? No, or? I th- mm. I think it was just an honest mistake. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just a yeah. It, it can happen. A <laughs> There's a lot of stems flying around. So. Yeah. So so <laughs> so sadly, yeah, the original like you know version of that song kind of got lost. Um, but you know, I feel like we kind of made up for it, like years now down the line. Yeah, sort of. I kind of, it's weird listening to it now. Um, we we've come back with a very different style. Yeah, um, yeah. Of it, it was, now, it which was kind I of a bit more actually of a one prefer. Drop type of like thing. Yeah, before. right. Like it yeah, was, it felt much more kind of like you know, like quite slow, kind of rock steady. Whereas mm. now it's mm. got a bit more of a. You know, a, a, a kind of driving roots, radix. Yeah, yeah. uh, so you sort of remixed your own track. Yeah, a few years basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that one's been that yeah, one has nice. actually been kind of making its way in and out of like our sets. Yeah, like, right. still we over played the years. it at the we, time, we didn't bust we? it out every now and again, but but now I guess it's going to be officially like yeah. like more often part of the thing. It's funny that, isn't it? You can you know once you've recorded it, it's just kind of grabbing a moment yeah. in time, and I guess you just grabbed a different moment. Yeah. So that's kind of absolutely. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, I mean, should we should we play that tune? Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, please, please do. All right. So this, this is one is new kind of friend. Yes, yes, this is Taiwan MC from Chinese Man Records. We have to big up Gentleman's Dog Club FM. Wickedest radio show. Go, 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 go. GDC about love. You cut me off like some sort.
guys this is definitely a record to just come back to over and over again so much like variation but it all stays in the same world which is like i don't know how you guys have managed to do that thanks man. Oh, thanks man. yeah it's, and, and yeah i think maybe just a little personal one as well it's like um it's, it's got it's got a lot of interest in it it's got a lot of variety in it and so it's a really enjoyable listen all the way through it's like i don't know with that many tunes it's easy i suppose to Especially in especially in the world of reggae music, it's easy to slip into the pocket, you know. Mm. Um, and and there's nothing wrong with that. But when you listen to an old album, sometimes it can feel a little bit samey. But this one, they've all got really like you know, very very um, strong identity. So yeah, big Thanks, up. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Glad you get it, man. Yeah, so we got a few questions basically. We put it out on um, on Instagram live and um, asked the asked the world whether they had any um, anything they'd like to ask you lot. And so. What you got there, Tubbs? Uh, so we've got Will Earl. Big up, Will. Uh, and he said, what was it like working? Working with Protégé. <laughs> working with Protégé. The worst it of both worlds. <laughs> <laughs> um, How did that come about? Like, what happened? Okay, so uh, Protégé is somebody who, obviously, you know, we're all huge fans of. We first met him. Um, a few summers back, I want to say actually around the time we were recording FM, right. we first met uh, Proto at Reggae Sunscar in France. Um, and it's actually the same day we met Jesse Royal as well, um, just kind of, you know, in a band's hanging out backstage kind nice. of way. Big and uh, funny story, um, Reggae Sunscar, like the two main stages are next to each other and it's just like one on one off, one on one off all day. We were meant to be playing. Uh, like a smaller tent stage later in the evening. Protege's playing their afternoon headline set and Chronix is meant to be on after on the next door stage. Um, those guys' bus is like broke down in like Germany. Oh, no. And they're like, I see, I'm seeing the, you know, the festival organizers like freaking out that Chronix isn't gonna make his afternoon set. So being with a little bit of uh, cheeky skints magic when I said, Oh, don't worry, guys. We'll we'll play that set if like they're not going to make it. So we'll do it. Don't worry. So thank, <laughs> thanks, Chronix and the Zeke Vegetable Redemption. You gave us a really good show in France oh, nice. that day. But as a result, Protege and his band kind of were like packing down while we were going on. So they kind of watched the whole show and were digging it. So we sort of had the connection from there. And it's and for years had been saying, yeah, man, when it's time we'll do a tune. And um, yeah, it was time to do a tune. So we didn't work. Um, you know, this was uh, in the world of the internet. This was an sent from afar right. uh, studio recording. So yeah. we weren't working in the studio together per se, but um, yeah, to work and have a tune with with proteges for us is, is pretty cool. So sure. hopefully get to sure. do that one live at some point when we're Wait, at the same yeah. show or something. Definitely. We'd love yeah, to do heavy. that, love to do that. It's not on the cards right now, but we'll see. Be beautiful. And you can tell it in the outro of that tune where it, I feel like he's started sort of talking about you as a band, isn't he? So like, I'm into it, are you into it too? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it, do you like it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, big up protege, man. <laughs> um, so T-Press Land, T-Press Land? 
Um, uh, how is Marcia so good at so many instruments? Um, okay, so the secret is that a lot of people are quite good at a lot of instruments and it's not that rare, basically. <laughs> like that, that's the secret. It's not even a secret. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, far too I, yeah I'm like, I'm, I'm good at the flute and the piano. I can say that, like, so I, I like... I got certificates, but like, got receipts. But other than that, like, it all it all happened very organically with the skins, like, kind of picking up more instruments to play live, um, and it is kind of specifically to play them live for like being in the skins and replicating skins songs with like only four people, which is like hard sometimes mm-hmm. for all of us. Um, hence, you know, we got a singing drummer and singing guitarist and like all that stuff, like. Um, but yeah, just kind of 10 years of touring and right. and like organically just like trying to learn instruments the best you can to like replicate your own music. Fake it till you make it. Like, li- <laughs> like literally. Yeah. Yeah. Do you practice or is it um, all on stage? Not really. Like not as much as I'd like to actually, especially with like some of like the instruments I did all my grades in. Like I'm nowhere near as good as I was when I was like 18. I realised that the other day. But anyway. So your teacher would be happy <laughs> from Yeah, maybe teachers. maybe not. But it's good for being in the skins. For sure. Um, well, Jamie, you play a few instruments yeah, yeah. as well, don't you? What, what, what are you rocking? Uh, uh, I just kind of play... I don't play as many instruments as Marcia does, but That's I... I <laughs> but, but, like, I play, like, a bit of piano and I play a bit of guitar and drums and... Yeah, yeah, whatever's, whatever's like, kind of okay, like yeah, yeah, whatever's nice. kind of transposable from those really do you know what yeah. I mean um but uh but like I'm I'm not like uh theoretically you know I, I I've always been more of like a feel-based like yeah, player with those things and self-taught yeah. and like uh so that's kind of always been how I've I've done it but but no I respect I respect the the technical proficiency yeah. side of it as well I wish I knew more well, sometimes but sometimes it's people are too technical and don't have yeah. the feel in the ears so yeah yeah and that's kind of that's the right. thing for me is that I, I'm mostly all feel which can man. Yeah. a vibes man yeah, a vibes yeah the vibes yeah. make him sound like I, bears yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, but I think yeah. that I think well the fact is and, and, and surely uh, you place. know the, the crucial thing about that is just you just got to play just, you know, just, just play the music yeah. and enjoy just, it and just, yeah exactly just mm. feel and enjoy and yeah, and people will feel it and enjoy it too. It's beautiful. Don't yeah. overthink. <laughs> yeah. Bass? Just bass. Yeah, just, just, just bass. bass. And like the same two things on guitar. Okay, all right. Yeah. right. <laughs> Maybe you can give the people a blast <laughs> he's later, got, he's actually. He's got Maybe. these two songs that he always plays when he picks off a guitar. Um, <laughs> everyone has, though. Yeah, the what, part, are the the what are the two songs? Yeah. I think John has a lovely voice. No, they're not songs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, just some tackage. All right, that's pretty good. That's pretty legit. And a couple of suspensions. Yeah, yeah. Right. He's really good at the bass, though. Yeah, yeah, he's really good at the bass. That sort of covers a lot. Right. Um, okay, so the next one is from Eye Bombing, right? Eye Bombing? Eye Bombing. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said Eye Bombing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, literally Eye Bombing. Pick up Eye Bombing. Um, so he asked two questions, and you have an opt out, right? So th- one of the questions is How do you think your music has evolved since the last album, right? The other question is, what does Brexit mean to you? <laughs> so we can either, I mean, we can like, either swim deep or really, in the shallow end. <laughs> one's like, you know, one's like uh, putting a plaster on and one's like open heart surgery. <laughs> they're two like quite 
different questions. <laughs> well, you said you're feeling vulnerable from last night, so... <laughs> maybe, maybe too vulnerable be for too question much. number two, mate. I don't know. But, um, no. Uh, the evolution from album three to four... Good call. Yeah. Initially. <laughs> maybe we'll follow up with that one. Evolution from album three to four, I think, is... Um, uh, for me, personally as just like such a music fan and obviously I'm someone that's you know in a band 100% full throttle Charlie's Angels 2 and like I've always cared about like band, do you know what I mean like it's because of other bands that I want to do this right. because of how much like I care about music and yeah. bands and stuff and you know making your fourth album and when you've been in a band for like over 10 years now I kind of had a thing where I was like how many bands that I like have four like great albums? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have four albums full stop. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like really good bands. Yeah. Um, so I think with that came into like, you know, appreciating a lot of, you know, finding out, not finding out, but like, you know, remembering certain bands that have like a whole amazing catalogs and being influenced by that and realizing that, you know, what, at the fourth one, with the journey we've had and being like, solely independent and never like quote unquote having like sold out or any of that stuff I think we've like it's just kind of the let us just absolutely do what we want kind <laughs> yeah. of album yeah free and, reign yeah just, well yeah. free reign within like what we would respectfully how we would respectfully deal with music yeah but kind of being a bit more do you know what like we got this far like we're, so, we're also like personally emotionally invested in the band that are kind of the, the range of what the expression can be kind of broadening and out if you like yeah yeah um, for sure you stretch out a little bit yeah and not and not that I would say that we've necessarily like tried to limit ourselves on the last one or whatever that was kind of what it was and maybe had a bit more of a conceptual mission in mind um, but this one yeah just like a very like emotional album I think mm. and I think there and there's such a range of emotions that sonically with like the genres and the vibes and all that we kind of went a lot more free bass with it for sure like. yeah it's free bass free basing music <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sort of formed most of that was the big difference between three and four <laughs> yeah yeah we Everyone all started free basing <laughs> yeah it's good we'll, it's really good actually. we'll bring up the EU later on um but great question um uh, great, answer. great answer yeah uh, Ryle David uh, what's your favourite song to play I think Ryle David right is a legend because that's the girl who did the like um, on a story the like her reaction to Restless oh yeah yeah that was fucking good nice. she's a legend <laughs> I, the I, reaction yeah. video it, oh my god can we get Siren for Ryle David yeah. Yeah. this is a big this is a big skint follower yeah, that gives jokes. us much entertainment yeah <laughs> but um Wait, what's the question? I just heard uh, the name. Favourite song, like, song to play? Oh, we talked about this the other day because we, we did a little quest, like Q&A on the story and we were talking about it. Um, mine, it kind of depends. Like, I, I really like Forest for the Tree. Um, it's the only song that I get to play the flute in. Okay. Um, and it's just, it's quite chilled where I don't have to think too much and I don't have to do too much and I can like... I can relax a little bit during yeah, that yeah. song. It's like my moment in the set that I can like get a bit of respite and like look around and see who's watching us and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like a bit of a special song. We've been like, it's just never been taken out of the set. It's right. like one of the few that's like never had a moment since we wrote it that we've taken it out. Cause it's just, 
Yeah. When did you write that? Let me try and answer. It was part of It was in 2013 and then we recorded it 2014 for. Yeah. Yeah. It was like right off part and parcel. Yeah. I remember in France All when I you first showed us it. Yeah, I remember being really high in a van, <laughs> traveling from my girlfriend. My girlfriend at the times, uh, she was living in Hull, and we nice. were traveling. But she was from like Dudley. Okay. And um, we were traveling from Hull to Dudley at, with her friend in like a friend's like camper van sort of thing. Whatever. Yeah. They, were, they were kind of hippies. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, and I just remember like I was just feeling quite nice. I had some Dennis Brown playing in my like, headphones. I had some like I had like just my memo on my pad on my phone, and I was just listening to Dennis Brown. I was looking out the window just at the time the trees going by yeah. and listening to Dennis Brown and, and just forest for the trees just just started kind of Whoosh. the words just, just started pouring out. out yeah yeah amazing yeah who would have thought yeah Dudley to Hull <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 with a splat oh, yeah, with yeah. Dennis yeah yeah Dudley to Hull with Dennis yeah yeah Dudley to Hull yeah, with yeah. Dennis it's <laughs> <laughs> a documentary yeah, yeah. in the making I think <laughs> wicked that's a wicked story you know what lately lately I think because it's just so new and fresh and vibrant, I've just been really enjoying playing Learn to Swim. Not learning to swim. Yeah, just because it get, obviously like it, it switches between like vibes, like like the kind of uh, steppersy kind of like rhythm, and then it breaks into the kind of more heavier, yeah, yeah. kind of the thing. Shit. It's really yeah to, to play on the drums. Yeah, it's yeah, like for a lot sure. Of fun. You get to break out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wicked, wicked. Full animal awesome. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, the guitars on that tune sound massive on the record yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice. Um, we actually recorded so the the rockier stuff on the album, mm. sort of. to to go back to yeah, uh, yeah, when you guys back. said about the production and stuff. Um, so we ended up uh, engineering all of sort of the more reggae and soul-based music at uh, the Fish Factory right. with uh, our main man, Ben Lambdin, who's a close relationship with Fatty over the years. So it kind of made sense for him to do that. And uh, kind of recorded like the basis of everything there and then decided that actually the more punk and rock elements of what we were trying to do to kind of make it sound like different worlds actually needed to be recorded elsewhere. So we went down to uh, Devon to record that with our man Pete Miles, who we did our first album with, mm. some third album to to get that, uh, yeah. to get rocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. really rocking. Yeah. That's sick, man, because it, it like, it really works. It, it Like I was saying earlier, it sits in its own world. So yeah, yeah. So it's like a totally spliced yeah, recording yeah. from Madness. two studios. Yeah. yeah, heavy stuff. All right, next one. Oh yeah, so this is one we we ask everyone: What is the best thing? Oh. <laughs> oh wow, that could be. It's got to be love, isn't it? That that love's be. great. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Just like peace of mind. Like, I'm not necessarily peace, peace of mind. Yeah, peace of mind's pretty good, John. <laughs> peace of mind. That's what I'm a classic overthinker, so questions like this just like too many things yeah, in my head to even. Well, I think we've already had the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. In your thinking of the yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. Um, oh yeah, and another one. What's the worst thing you've ever seen at a festival? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, at a festival. 
um, the worst you have thing. To I don't want to be mean and say a band or something. No, so no. Just, um, <laughs> just the worst thing. Um, girl just doing a poo outside <laughs> next to the toilets, <laughs> next to the porta, the porta cabins. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't good. It wasn't a good thing I saw at a festival. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds terrible. Was it Boomtown? It was not Boomtown. It was, it was really Mighty good. Sounds in the Czech Republic. Ah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time ago. Sorry, guys. No, no, a couple you, of great the, answers. The, the just question was the worst thing. Yeah, you did ask. We did ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some pretty bad stuff there. <laughs> yeah, some gnarly stuff for Boomtown. <laughs> um, right, so <laughs> after, the, after the pooing outside the toilet. Um, oh, yeah. So one more tune from the record. What have we had? We've had Restless. We've had... New Kind of Friend. New Kind of Friend. Shall we have... Exclusive? Exclusive? <laughs> wow. I'm trying to think. This is... This is... Uh, it's our longest album to date. Right. F- like 14 tracks. Yeah, yeah. Um, you we, you we, can't remember what's on the album, can you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, just in terms of like, you know, trying to... Trying to trying to do like the, the, the three. Um... I don't know, what's what's played so far? I'm trying to think like what's like not on the reggae end because we've had like two sort of yeah, reggae. Yeah, ones. yeah, yeah. What did I learn today? Let's do that. that hasn't yeah. It's never ever been played out before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, exclusive. Exclusive. Yes. Exclusive. What did I do today? What did I learn? learn. What did I learn today? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. What did, you do what did I do today? Titles on this album, yeah, apparently, yeah. Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really gonna get my head straight on that. What did I learn today by the Skints? The Rolling Stones. <laughs> she broke my heart, then she broke my head. She broke my back when she broke the bed. I'm hanging by a wolf's
is heavy. That was What Did I Learn Today by the legendary Skints. Um, there's obviously a bit of an influence going on there, isn't there? Sure. Bit of an extra, extra influence. Sounds fucking heavy. What was it like doing the more sort of punky, heavy stuff in the studio? It's a little bit like going back to the earlier days, really, because obviously it's been such a long time since we've like really, I don't know, dabbled in yeah. that musically. Um, so it was kind of like coming back to that vibe, but I guess with the new kind of feeling to yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. But but also it was quite reminiscent of that, which was really nice. Yeah. It's really really cool to to get back into that for a little bit. Nice yeah. to make loads of noise in a yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. get yeah. Yeah, that's that's a nice feeling, isn't it? When you can really <laughs> smash the shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely, man. It's actually it's a total coincidence that like me and Jamie both came out with songs that went from kind of a more of like a reggae area of genre that like cuts to like a heavier bit. Like yeah. we both turned up with those tunes having not discussed it at all. Wow. And like we I mean we we all tend to do this like even though we've all got quite varying um, influences, we there's there's like a wave that we all move on. It's so crazy that like that's amazing. When I heard this, I like couldn't believe it. I was like, great, they can be live on an album together. Like they they're doing kind of the same things, but like from two different people. Yeah. So you guys have always been into like punk and rock and metal and stuff. For sure. Yeah. That was really the band comes from the punk scene. Right. You know, for a long time we were kind of the reggae-ish band in like the UK punk scene, do you yeah. know what I mean? And right. um, over the years, you know, kind of like branched out and really the kind of the, the, the scene that we come from in terms of, you know, there's still some really good bands out there now and this isn't like knocking bands, but there was, we kind of were like at the dying end of like an, an era of like the UK punk scene where there were a lot of very active bands touring a lot and putting records out a lot and being like kind of full time and it really you know when we were first getting into that and opening up for a lot of those bands it really did feel like um a, you know what i mean a, a musical movement yeah. that was happening that was absolutely not documented in any way by british music media um apart from the uh, R.I.P. the BBC Radio 1 punk show with Mike Davis formerly the lockup show that was kind of pretty much the only acknowledgement by the media of that world really existing do you know what I mean it was kind of not something that was even in the rock press right. you know it didn't fit into like the Kerrang thing which was kind of too heavy and too metal and too riffy and then the indie thing just wasn't like cool enough for that so it was just kind of a real a genuine like underground kind of um, movement. And we pretty much, and like I said, there's still some great bands out there, but like I said, in a full-time sense, maybe the only band that made it out alive, <laughs> that's still yeah. playing music together today that haven't like split, yeah. up, split up and, and reformed or anything. So. Which is mad considering punk's like homegrown. Totally, and don't get me wrong, like, there's very like, in the last couple of years, maybe not, directly from the scene we were playing in but there have been some a couple of really successful UK punk bands like Idols right. been absolutely smashing it up and Slaves who are friends of ours as well have really taken you know what I mean they're yeah. like a band that's on daytime radio one yeah you know sh playing shouty 
punk rock, which 10 years ago I would have never ever seen coming in a million years. So that's really cool as well. Yeah. Most bit, people are kind of saying that grime is sort of the new punk. I don't know. What do you, what do you reckon? I think, I think when grime, definitely when it first came out, it was. And whatever is the new. For me, grime and trap or, you know, drill, whatever like the new thing is that's like upsetting the parents <laughs> or and politicians for yeah. me is going to be the new punk. Yeah, and it's yeah. always the same thing they used to say about punk. It takes no talent to do it. You know, it's not real music. There's just noise. Yeah, yeah. They're just shouting over it. They're saying things that we find offensive. Yeah. You know, all this stuff to me is like what makes a lot of music awesome. It's ticking so, a lot of uh, boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Yeah. Really, really resonates. same stage what they were saying in the late 70s about punk rock. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Mm. All the musicians were like not having it at all. Yeah. I think that segues nicely into the next section of this podcast, which Good is going to be all about, um, uh, <laughs> which is going to be all about um, some tracks that have influenced this album directly. Um, and so, yeah, so we're going to play a few of them now. Like, um, but I suppose just to introduce that slightly, I mean, we've been we've been through it. We've listened to some tunes. They've been quite diverse in their sort of background and. And I know we've spoken a little bit about the process, but but when it comes to influences, I suppose for records, there's a there's a natural sort of um, influence that comes from the lives that you've all lived to this point. But was there anything particular that took you as an album um, or as individual tracks, or you know, how would you like to sort of portray those influences? Um, I think for the tracks we're about to play. I think um, this is kind of a very short uh, selection of uh, influences to kind of reflect the diversity of the influences that have made the album, which obviously is in our minds very diverse anyway. So I think that's kind of the... It's hard that, to pick just three, the, isn't the it? The kind of... Yeah, yeah, like, totally. It, We've just been... That was a challenge. In just itself, been debating three tracks because said with 14 tracks and you know which we travel into quite a few places so yeah amongst the four of us the influences are far and wide but here's a little select nice and do you want to introduce them sure um so i think for the first one here uh we're going for donny hathaway nice um maybe i'll let jamie intro this one actually yeah the reason that I chose this track as an influence is because the album actually uh, finishes on a little bit of a kind of a soul ballady type of jam. It's a beautiful tune. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it does kind of like. Although I never, I'd never really thought about it, but I do like listen to Donny Hathaway a lot, and I take a lot of influence from his music. Um, so after that track was kind of all like finished and done, it became more apparent to me that the influence had really come I mean, it sounds like very similar not like right. like like a rip off but do you right, know what right. I mean like you can, yeah. if you can f- hear the influence coming off the right. track there's like just soul ballad vibes um, and yeah he's just an amazing you know artist so yeah. one of the greatest yeah ever one of the greatest lived, I mean, like, it's soul, incredible yeah. yeah absolutely one of the greatest soul singers out there so Amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. that's the influence for uh, "Stop Looking Back," which is like the end of the track. Okay, uh, "Someday We Will Be Free" by Donny Hathaway. Mm-hmm. 
Amazing, so beautiful, Sir Donnie, as I like to call him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and and what have you got next for us? Um, okay, so this next one um, is a tune that actually is the only song of the album. This was kind of like um, so. This song is Sister Nancy, I Am a Gideon, as it's written. Massive. Um, from the One Two album, and actually. Sister Nancy's lyric from the start, when I heard it, I was like, I would kind of like to like remix and like refix this. I was just like, love the lyric so much. And like Nancy's song is kind of like, it's, it's coming from like the dance hall era, like the first wave, or not the first wave, but like a major wave of when people really started like being like MCs right. kind of thing. And um, like, Obviously, like the whole sound clash thing and like dub plate clashings, like massive at the time. So at the time, it was, like a lot of like lyrics about you know, kind of like you know, like what we were, like rapping, like boasting lyrics. Yeah. Um, but with when she's talking, just the Armageddon thing always made me want to write a song about like the end of the world. Mm. But with that kind of as the thing, so we actually kind of 
framed that lyric with Marcia doing Nancy's part and then wrote the song uh, Armageddon featuring Runkus, Big Up Runkus. Um, yeah, kind of based on that, but changed it into like a minor key and yeah, just kind of switched it up. But obviously the, the, the song itself wouldn't exist without Sister Nancy and Winston Riley's production, original inspo. So this is I Am A Gideon, Sister Nancy. Wicked, here we go. I'm a Gideon style. I'm a Gideon style. I'm a Gideon style. Run away, stop from where now. Hit a gun in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Fire a gun in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Table a turn in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Hit a gun red in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Because the poor man out a know he ma eat sugar cane. Got the rich man in a house. I drink champagne, it a go red in a this ya I'm a Gideon. I go bun in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Table a go turn in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Because it don't mention in a revelation. Say all the older one, I fit it to young one. I go trade in a this ya I'm a Gideon. I go bun in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Sweat a fi run in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Because the poor man out a door, he ma eat roast lamb. While the rich man in a house under air condition, I go trade in a this ya I'm a Gideon. It a go bun in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Sweat it a fi run in a this ya I'm a Gideon. If love and was a thing that two money could buy, the rich man who don't live, I and I would a die. And all the poor people them must stand up and fight. I go red in a this ya I'm a Gideon. Fire I go bold in a this ya I'm a Gideon. So watch out, watch out, watch your word from your mouth. Watch out, watch out, watch your word from your mouth. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Father. Till it a go trend in a this ya I'm a Gideon Fire a fi bone in a this ya I'm a Gideon Earth run red in a this ya I'm a Gideon Because it don't mention in a red Right, heavy tune there. Uh, Marcy Griffiths with... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good one. Just an Nancy day. Um, so one more influence from the record. What are we going with? Um... I think, yeah, maybe to represent us going back to our punky roots a bit on this one. Um, no effects, the idiots are taking over. Uh, definitely was a huge two uh, influence on um, song The Island that's on the album, which as you touched on earlier, Johnny, and maybe this is where we bring up that naughty second question mm. from earlier. It's definitely uh, a song, yeah, written out of Pure emotions felt about Brexit and everything nice. around it. Stuck on the island. Do you know what I mean? Trapped on yeah. the island. We're an island, man. We don't do well, mm. you know, without our friends next to us and all that. So, yeah, no effects. I mean, Master, do you want to maybe. We played with no effects last year, and this is like a Amazing. band that we've been listening to since we were probably 13 years old. Wicked. Do I want to watch? I was just going to say, talk about that gig at Brixton Academy because it was a good crack. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Because nice. that was. Maybe the only time we played with them was the next. Like we obviously like we've been quite well connected to um, their road manager, um, who's just become a dear friend of ours and always really supported us. Um, 
and kind of just for the longest time we've been hoping that we could play with those guys at some point and obviously we'd still love to do that in the US sometime it's like um, when, when you feel that well connected to the kind of punk world and you start going to America and you get put on with a lot of reggae acts because obviously that's undeniably a part of what we do um, I think part of us like would really hope to like play play with some punk bands and stuff like that over there sometime because it's it's just like where we kind of came from for sure we do yeah we yeah actually yeah yeah we're, we're playing um punk rock bowling punk rock bowling in vegas yeah it's the big one yeah yeah, yeah it's just loads of punks coming to vegas to bowl and drink yeah. and yeah. gamble and we're going to play for them it's going to be great yeah. and Rancid is playing that day who is I could have easily put Rancid on yeah. here too Rancid is another, another band where there's definitely no skints without them yeah. Sort of thing. Okay. yeah but NoFX is a good good representation man to, to play like of, of our history and stuff and us like discovering ourselves as like young punk rockers and stuff yeah. like that like NoFX is like and, and, and as well like with young like political mind shaping as well like mm. I'm pretty sure if I wasn't listening to No Effects when I was 13 14 I probably would nowhere near be have questioned certain things mm. just you know what I mean mm. it made a huge impression on me at that age politically um, the idiots taking over was like right at a time when like uh, Bush was in office right. but I think you could easily like translate the lyrics of this song to be talking about Brexit or Trump or so much stuff that's going on in the world. They're all so. idiots. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the idiots have taken over. So. Yeah. There you go. Maybe that's the remix. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, the idiots are taking over. No effects. I'll yeah. take you over. What? <laughs> <laughs> Guard. 
No effects. What's the chink called again? Idiots. Idiots. Take it over. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into an idiot. Absolute idiot. Taking over this bloody studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you so much, guys. That's been amazing. Like, dude, that's just coming to the end of this section, really, towards the end of this section. Um, uh, we uh, we obviously see each other a, a lot passing around the country at different places and um, so it's lovely to get a chance to sit down and, and meet you all in a slightly more substantial capacity so thanks Absolutely. for your time no, appreciate thank it. you guys and obviously I would say that GDC is probably the band 100% in England that we probably share the most fans with right. on the Venn diagram right. so yeah, we, yeah. we really uh, we really appreciate you guys Taking the time to help us promote our shit and nice. do our Big thing, up, man. man. Like, appreciate the love. Ah, oh, there's a lot of respect, man. Big up. I got this memory of um, seeing you guys at Freeze Festival. Um, what year was that? V Festival. Freeze, Freeze oh, Festival. Fr- do you remember Battersea? In the Relentless. Yeah. 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 That and was the end of 2010. It, wow. it absolutely yeah. blew my mind. Like, at the time, <laughs> we'd not really seen many um, bands doing what you were doing, kind of in the UK, that were like, recognized yeah, we like, and doing stuff guys that we don't know yeah yeah <laughs> literally um and i just remember just being so like impressed by everything like the sound and performance just like everything and i was like yeah so that memory That's is very memory. dear to me yeah it's quite a weird festival that as well yeah, yeah. bedouin like, was on right bedouin, bedouin sound, sound clash were playing too oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah on that tour yeah. reggae and dry dry slope skiing yeah. in fact yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that hasn't happened again <laughs> well thank you very much and it's certainly a mutual feeling um, yeah. and it's a big up and um, may there be many many more um, just uh, just to sort of wrap up I suppose it would be obviously we've got the album coming out but have you got anything yeah. else that you'd like to scream from the rafters about so our album's out May 10th what's it called the album's called Swimming Lessons it's okay. out May 10th <laughs> um, yeah please if you're up for it free all of that we got like um, really uh really going hard in the merch game right nice. now so yeah, yeah, you know what I mean if anyone's feeling spicy and wants yeah. some summer gums check out theskints.com we've got <laughs> we some can. good bits um, we're going to uh, we have the 100 club on Thursday which is sold out um, and then Brighton that'll be out after this but then we're going to the US uh, for our first ever headlining tour over there on the wow. west coast which is kind of running mid-May into June um, maybe see some people at some festivals and then we've got a full Europe and UK tour in October so uh, yeah come out we're not going to see you for months basically <laughs> mate, mate, here and there here and there but uh, yeah October UK that's the big one so we need the people to that, that message us all the time saying why, why don't you ever tour the UK it's happening god damn it it's in October <laughs> Beautiful, wicked. Well, we look forward to, to hearing plenty more, and um, and yeah, and then we're gonna and we're gonna go into some tunes now, right? So That's right. Yeah, we should, some should have said that earlier, shouldn't we? Couple That's of right. acoustic numbers. Pop it in the, uh, in the metadata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> um, which tracks are you gonna do? Um, which tracks are that. we gonna do? Decide we just this. Decide yeah. this in a minute. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The, the big track? ones. All the big yeah, ones. Yeah. All the big ones. The bangers. Yeah. Wonderful. 
Okay, we're we'll going to do a medley of our entire back catalogue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes. How long you got? Have you ever seen those guys that do like the drumming videos where they're like playing like every metallic song oh, ever in two yeah. minutes? It's going to be like that. Nice. Yeah, two like, bars like, of each. Yeah, yeah, two Go bars on. of each <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right, okay. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wicked guys. Thanks so much. Hey, nice thanks. Thank you, Matt. Oh, I know how it goes. GDC FM, the skints. I'm a fool. One. Two. <laughs> I'm a fool, I'm a fool, I'm a fool For thinking I had your love For your pushing me away And I feel so sad to say That I never really had your FM, this is the Skints performing Left With A Broken Heart by the Paragons. Rest in peace, John Holt.
were seen running round with him again. Oh